not afraid to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Or anything else for that matter. Ho, ho, ho. Seaville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Uh, I misspoke, or I overspoke, or I pro- uh, uh, prohibitively spoke, uh, but that's okay. Uh, Mark Morano corrected me uh, from C-Fact, uh, the producer of Climate Hustle and Climate Hustle 2, a man who uh, got Hercules on our side. Uh, so when you need superheroes, uh, it's good to have Mark Morano on your side, one of President Trump's landing team at the EPA. And uh, he is on the phone with us, about to catch a plane for Dubai. Uh, so maybe next week we'll have to have a live report from Dubai. Uh, Mark, good morning. How are you doing, sir? Uh, good morning, Joe. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm heading over there today, and I'll be there all next week. John Kerry has already arrived on the scene, and we're expecting King Charles and a host of world leaders and people like Bill Gates. Uh, and you know, usually people like Jeff Bezos and all the billionaires, millionaires, corporate leaders, academia, and the bureaucrats and UN delegates. So they're all going to be conspiring to target America. Well, and that's the you'll you'll always know them because they're the ones who are scurrying after the Jeff Bezoses and the and the Bill Gateses of the world, like uh, like ducks looking for crumbs that have fallen off of somebody's coattails. Uh, there, it's kind of fun to watch this kind of thing. Uh, one of our esteemed senators, and I say that with the, the implicit air quotes, uh, Mark Tim Kaine was talking about uh, a bill that he's proposed that would uh, keep keep future presidents wink, wink, uh, from ever leaving NATO without senatorial approval. I thought that was funny because this is the same Senate that said we have to accept the Paris Climate Accords even though it's a treaty and they never took a vote on whether it's a treaty or not. Uh, The hypocrisy usually runs about hip deep, but I feel like it's getting close to my armpits. Yes, it is. In fact, when they did that vote, actually the U.S. Senate voted on UN climate agreements, it was a 97 nothing vote. So th- none of this should be binding. We've never ratified any of this. Yet the United States, under Joe Biden and under previously under Barack Obama, is committed to this United Nations net zero agenda, which in very simple terms is the collapse of our plentiful energy, collapse of our transportation system by limiting airline travel with climate compliance. Even Bloomberg News is reporting about cheap airlines going to be a thing of the past as mm-hmm. climate compliance rules go forward. The banning of gas-powered cars and the mandating of EVs, collapse of our transportation, and the collapse of our food supply. They're going after high-yield nitrogen-based fertilizer, and they're going after animal livestock, particularly cow emissions and methane. Yep. So with those three things, John Kerry is heading to Dubai, is in Dubai right now, and he's, those are, that's his agenda. And the United Nations just announced that this will be a great food reset summit because that's what they're going after right now is meat eating. Well, I, we just had a story about that. They are, they're out there in Congress saying uh, stop eating meat for the climate. But you mentioned fertilizer. Uh, you know, we were talking about uh, with Congressman Good just a few minutes ago, you know, the, the price of an average meal is up 40 percent. Uh, the Thanksgiving meal is up 40 percent since uh, 2021. And, and some of that is the devaluation of the dollar. But some of that is also the fact that the cost of fertilizer, because it needs natural gas to be made, uh, has skyrocketed as well. Right, Mark? Absolutely. That's the cost. And now with the limits and the regulations, this is what happened in the Netherlands. They went after Dutch farmers for their agricultural emissions, and they were going to shut down 
10,000 plus family run small independent farms. Guess who's not affected? The Jeff Bezos, the Bill Gates, the Chinese, the big agribusiness. They're not affected by these climate compliance costs. So what happened was the Netherlands farmers revolted, formed their own political party, and they're fighting this. Sri Lanka went this route where they gutted and made farming extremely expensive. They had a famine, and the the peasants, as it were, overran the presidential palace. Mm -hmm. But here's the future, if we allow it. Bill Gates is front and center, both with the World Health Organization and, and the public health bureaucracy and tyranny, but also in the climate agenda. Bill Gates, according to NBC News, as of two years ago, was America's number one farmland owner, single largest. Yep. His stated goal, he told MIT Technology Review, that he thinks the entire Western world should no longer eat animal agriculture. We should be eating synthetic meat. Huh. What is synthetic meat? He and Richard Branson invested billions in lab-grown meat. They want to get rid of farms and farmers and crops, and they want everything grown in a laboratory. And just so your listeners understand what I'm talking about, we're not talking about the Impossible Burger or vegetable oil. We are talking about stem cells from a cow calf pig mixed with the fetal blood, put into a Petri dish, grown in a steel vat without eyes, a brain, bone structure, or muscles, and it's an amorphous blob, which is then has additives, antibiotics, texture, food coloring, and printed on a 3D printer. Oh, yum. None of that is exaggerated. That is exactly the stated goal of America's number one climate billionaire of what he wants to do to transform the way we eat. Well, as your movies, Climate Hustle, and of course, you're, you're, an, you're and my mutual friend Chris Horner has written in his books, uh, Red Hot Lies Power Grab, this is all about making money for people. So, so these guys are invested in some you know, mystery meat bio lab. Uh, and I can't imagine the viruses that would come from this, Mark. Um, so they want the legislation to force us to make them money. Am I misreading this? Well, I would say you're not misreading it. However, since March of 2020, everything's changed. I would agree with you back in the 90s, Enron and scandals like that were all just about money. It wasn't even that much about ideology. But now they saw overnight that the world was willing to comply with an emergency decree that bypasses mm -hmm. democracy on COVID. Lockdowns, church closures, school closures, stay at home, canceling the weddings and funerals, medical procedures, and all the impacts without a single vote of parliaments, of legislators, of Congress, of City Hall, of supervisors. None of it mattered. They declared an emergency, and the once free West became like one party ruled China. So now, they see this in their sights. This is why the World Economic Forum declared now is the time for a great reset, a rare, narrow window of opportunity in which we can reset the world. And I think now this is not just about money. Money is actually probably secondary. This is about raw power and being able to mastermind the human race through energy, central planning, food, central planning, and transportation, central planning, and taking away our freedom of movement, 15-minute cities, banning cars like the, mm -hmm. remember the East Germany used to have only one government-allowed car, the East German Trabant. Guess what the United States, only one government-allowed car is through Joe Biden's EPA. Without a vote of Congress is the, is the EVs. That's what we are told, just like the old East German government. So this is now about remaking society. So I would argue that money is always an important part, but that ideology, this is a utopian vision of the world where these are our betters, our people who think they are mm -hmm. smarter, wiser, more educated, they can ingrat a utopia. That's the positive side. And the other side is they're going to be in charge of ruling over us 
It's a new form of neo-feudalism. Uh, Mark Morano is on his way to COP28 in Dubai. Uh, hopefully we can have some reports uh, from Dubai with you, Mark. CFACT and, and Climate Hustle um, and uh, Climate Depot is his website there. Uh, is uh, Last one for you. Uh, of course, we've talked about Vaclav Klaus, Blue Planet, Green Shackles, the book. Uh, but it's always been the, 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 uh, the, the totalitarian has always used the rich to, to go after the middle class. And that's what I see this is. Uh, just like Lenin used the wealthy in Russia to go after the middle class and, and Robespierre used the middle class to go after, uh, the, you use the rich to fund his assault on the middle class. That's what I see this is because we're going to be the ones who can't, we're, we already can't afford our electric bills. Yeah, that's exactly right. Even under President Donald Trump with the COVID lockdowns and the CARES Act, we had a de facto universal basic income established in America where you, basically the government ordered you not to work and then paid you for your trouble. Mm-hmm. That was the dream of this whole movement. That crushes the middle class. It was the largest transfer of wealth during COVID lockdown from the poor middle class to the wealthy, not only in the U.S., but globally. We had more billionaires created uh, than ever before. I think there was, uh, you know, there was the largest creation of billionaires that we've ever seen in a few-year period. So what that meant was their goal was to crush the middle class. They're going to make everyone either super rich or very poor. And the way to get you to accept being very poor, in the words of Yorari, the uh, the World Economic Forum advisor to Klaus Schwab, we need to get, he calls them useless eaters, because they're, they're going to try to automate everything uh, with mm-hmm. computers and uh, artificial intelligence. So he said we need to give people video games and and psychotropic drugs to keep them docile. Uh, yes, because that, that's America. Actual, this is, they're saying it out loud. They're saying it out loud. Yeah, but that's the universal the... basic income is particularly insidious because that's how they keep people happy, and that's how you buy votes and loyalty, and that's how you crush the middle class. Climate Depot is the website. Mark Morano, thank you. Travel safely to Dubai, my friend, and we'll talk to you again very soon. All right, thank you very much, Joe. Appreciate it.